This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 574, The Cause and Consequence of Band 9 Vocab. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn super impressive high-scoring vocabulary to talk about causes and results on your next IELTS exam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, we have a webinar coming up pretty soon Ah, for our IELTS candidates, don't we? We're going to get straight to the point, Lindsay. Going straight straight to it. Why not? (laughs) We do. Guys, we are having two webinars because we heard from um, a lot of students that they couldn't make it to the last one. And so we're trying to have two different days and times so more students can come. But Guys, we're going to tell you the times in a second, but let me tell you, you got to sign up quickly because spots are going fast. So exactly. Yes. If you want to be there live, you have to sign up now. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash examiner. Um, so Lindsay, when are these webinars? Okay, so we have two live dates where you get to show up, see us on video, come to the to the webinar and ask questions, guys. So come on June 20th. Your first option is June 20th at 3 p.m. Los Angeles, San Francisco time or 12, sorry, or 6 p.m. What? Um, you, sorry, I no, messed up the time you, again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You say the times. <laughs> okay. Oh my Please god. Please negate. I love that word. <laughs> negate what Lindsay those times. She Forget that. Said. It is confusing, guys. We're on it's two confusing. different coasts. We're trying, but it's cool. Okay. So, guys, the times are June twentieth. That's a Wednesday, and twelve p.m. LA time. That's West Coast time. Three p.m. Yeah. New York time. That's East Coast time. And then the very next day, Thursday the 21st. Um, It'll be a couple hours later. So hopefully, you know, it'll work in with your schedule, guys. Um, The time for the 21st is 2 p.m. my time, West Coast time, LA time. And then it's 5 p.m. New York time, East Coast time. And I will be there on time, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, of course you will. Guys, We one thing, I think Lindsay and I are never late. We are very good with schedules. That's true. That's dependable. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so we'll see you guys there. One more time, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash examiner and sign up. And one more thing. Sorry, go ahead, Jessica. Just quickly, guys, it's about grammar. We're talking about high-scoring grammar structures, which a lot of students are... Um, worried about and curious about. So yeah, so that's the topic this time. 
Yeah, it's going to be super useful. We're going to show you guys how to make grammar simple and easy. We're going to simplify it for you in that webinar. So, exactly. and I, yeah, I want to say thank you to our listeners who went ahead and reviewed us in the iTunes store. So thank you to someone from Thailand. I can't read your name, but someone from Thailand on May 23rd. Thank you to Suiyama No 01 from Saudi Arabia. Thank you to Kahal Della from USA and Richie RM from Bolivia. Awesome. Guys, these reviews are guys. awesome. These are five-star reviews, Jessica. Woo-hoo! Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, you guys. Um future IELTS candidates, fans of the show, if we have helped you in any way, and I I hope we have, I mean, you're listening, mm-hmm. um, yeah. leave us a review, guys. It really does a lot for the show. It helps more, it helps us reach more people, and that's what we want to do is help more people with IELTS, guys. So go to IELTS or Stitch IELTS, go to iTunes <laughs> or Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts, and leave us a review. <laughs> okay, awesome. So what are we getting into today, Jessica? What are we talking about? So this is an awesome vocabulary episode. Um, Very high level words, extremely high level words, guys, for causes and consequences. So Mm. this could these could be used all over the show. Writing task one, if you're a general training student in formal letters, for sure use this stuff. And then writing task two for problem solution essays, easily use it there. But it could also be used in argument and opinion essays. And then of course, in speaking part three, these words would be, you know, band score eight or higher. So lots of good vocab today, guys. Yeah, these words that we're going to give you are words that other candidates are not using, right, Jessica? I mean, we've talked about how if you use those same words other candidates are using, you might get a six, 6.5, right, Jessica? And then when we start to move to be different from others and stand out, we get into that seven, eight range. Yeah. These words are Def- would definitely make you stand out, guys. They're super high level and it's not, and they're not um, common, you know, like consequence, yeah. results. I think, and like right. a lot of students, instead of saying cause, they say um, mm. the root of the problem is. And that phrase is too, uh, too common, guys. Like, I know I used mm. to teach that in the IELTS classroom. Everybody teaches uh, that, everybody uses huh. that. So use the words today. Yeah, cool. Okay, so let's get into it. So what are we going to share with our listeners then? All right. So instead of saying the um, the cause for something, <clears throat> excuse me, the cause for something is, you could say the motivation behind this issue is mm. blah, blah, blah. Or instead of is, you could say lies in the um, situation of something, something. Yeah. <laughs> So the motivation lies in something. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's such nice. a good phrase. Um, and I like mm. this because it's not the, the, what we think of as motivation, right? It's not how we usually use it. So that just adds an extra layer of interest in there and shows flexibility, right? Because that's yeah. what the examiner needs to see. Um, so mm-hmm. what's another word for cause? Well, actually, I don't have the words written down that we prepared. Oh. <laughs> I don't have them. <laughs> so I don't. That's totally fine. Um, impetus. This is such a good word, guys. Impetus. Lindsay, do you yeah. use this word, impetus? 
I don't use it, but I know it. So I hear it all the time, and it certainly came to mind when we were planning today's episode, but it's not one I I use, but I like it when I hear it. So I would definitely recommend it uh, for our listeners here. Yeah, it's super uh, impressive, you guys. This is really high level. I think I do use this sometimes just because it's fun to say impetus. Um, So let's see, how would you use that in a sentence? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, so the impetus is something that causes something else. Okay, so it creates something. So I'm going to try to pull up an example. Let's see. Okay, here's an example from the dictionary. The crisis of the 1860s provided the original impetus for the settlements. So it was the reason that the settlements were created. So that's a great structure to remember, guys. So you have the cause, like state the cause, and then yeah. the word impetus goes in the middle of the sentence, and then you mm-hmm. have the result after that, or the problem yep. after that, that it created, because that's mm-hmm. how we're using it in our essays, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. That's such a great sentence. Guys, come back to the blog for this episode. This is episode, what is it, 574, um, mm-hmm. and I'll put these words and these example sentences in there, guys. Um, and so the last phrase that would be synonymous with cause, which I really like, and it's idiomatic as well, we could say is grounded in. Um, So Mm. we could say the current state of, um, let's see, the current state of uh, obesity in America is grounded in our love for fast food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this is sort of the the opposite structure of impetus, right? So first we have the problem and then is grounded in and then we state the cause. Mm, similar to it's is rooted in, but we're just yeah. using a different word, right? We're just swapping in a new word for that. Yeah. Oh, this is such a great phrase, guys. Um, mm. Okay. So those are three super high level ways to say cause. We have motivation for impetus is, is grounded in. So those are great. So now let's move on to consequence. I really like the term aftermath. What, what do you think of, what do you think of that term? Do you use it? Yeah. When I think of that term, I think of the aftermath of like natural disasters because I hear that a lot on the, on the news, the aftermath, this is what it looks like. They'll show photos of like after a hurricane, for example, or an earthquake. That's how I think of it. It's like some big event and this this is what happens after. This is how it looks after. Yeah, I think this, you have to be choosy when you use this. It can't be any like simple result. Aftermath yeah. is really enormous problems coming from it, right? So it has to be negative. I wouldn't use this in a positive light at all, in a positive context. I would say like the aftermath is um, destruction of some sort, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's really how uh, I hear it most often. Yeah, you wouldn't say like the aftermath of my work day. You wouldn't say right. that. Not, nothing that mundane. It has to be a big thing. Yeah, totally. But very um, impactful word for sure. Um, I think an easier to use word because it would be more applicable in a wider variety of contexts would be repercussions, which I also really love this word. It's very, very impressive. 
I love it too. Yeah, the the I think of repercussions like kind of punishments, but not exactly yeah, a punishment. Yeah. But I think of punishment. But I think that's how we use it most often. Yeah, like that's how we would have heard it. Yeah. Right. Um, but it could be just a general consequence, right? So mm-hmm. one of the repercussions of um, the obesity epidemic are the rising costs of healthcare, right? Like mm. so, um, it is still sort of a punishment, right? Like that's yeah. everybody's punishment for this case. So I think it still has, it still contains that meaning, um, but we could definitely apply it to larger contexts. I love these words. These are so good. (laughs) So smart sounding. (laughs) So smart. Um, And then the last one, guys, this is also super amazing. Um, The reverberations. This is an awesome one. So the reverberations, I th- I think this would mean the lasting consequences. I don't you can't use this to describe like any quick result. This is mm. something that is like a long-term consequence for something. And we we usually use it idiomatically like to feel the reverberations. So we could say um society felt the reverberations of the obesity academic um for or will feel the reverberations of the obesity epidemic for years to come. And then you could go on to state the more specific consequences. I think that would be a great structure for that word. Yeah, I love it. Wow. Yeah, that that word also makes me think of sound, the reverberating sound, the literal definition, right, would be, you know, the the sound waves kind of bouncing off and continuing reverberating throughout a yeah. room, for example. But if you think of the event and its results very reverberating, it would also work. Yeah, I think it's really great to associate these images with these words because you will remember the word reverberations better if it's like you can picture a, a you can picture the sound waves getting bigger, you know, and oh, so yeah. you can remember like, oh, this is the effect of something. I like the associations of images like that. Guys, it'll mm-hmm. help you remember vocabulary more easily if you can associate a picture or another connection to the word. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. It'll also keep the uh, the examiner interested in your essay. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll keep them hooked in, right? It won't be like others. For sure. Guys, I mean, oh my gosh, if you just use like three of these, I mean, band score seven or higher for vocab. I mean, these are really impressive words, you guys. <laughs> so definitely come back to the blog, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. Um, this is episode 574, and I will type out this vocab. I know the spelling isn't immediately obvious of some of these words. So definitely come back to the blog post for um, for the spelling and the sample sentences. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. This has been great. My pleasure. Super fun. (laughs) All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.